Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a waste of time. Yep, the losers, you're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny because they suck at everything. You're listening. The question is, why? Hello and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and boy, do we have some <laughs> big dreams. The Listen, Vegas. it should have been a boy are we losers and we have no dreams because oh, that's what today feels like Okay. because I have that I didn't have when I drove up. This is Lisa Lampanelli, by the way. Who <laughs> farted in the studio? That's right. Now listen to me! The way I feel is keep your bodily functions at home. I ended up being friends with you two because you were unlike other men in that you didn't have bro-y energy. So I don't need your bro energy coming out of your asshole. It's fucking disgusting, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like my Leave a five-star review <laughs> on iTunes. Don't do it! Follow Rain. me at Nick Scopes. Follow don't, her at Lisa Lipinelli if you haven't already. Bo. Don't follow Bolt up. Bo. You don't want to be behind him, am I right? <laughs> No, but what possessed you that it was a good idea to let one go in the studio? Now, this is something I never thought I would say. This is, I think, why I am bringing this up on the air is because I am shocked by this. Because I think I hold you guys in too much regard to think you would broach this barrier. (laughs) So tell me why you felt that was a good idea. And did you not think I would have a fucking fit? I, well, normally my farts don't smell. And That's what he thinks when he writes jokes, too. <laughs> My shit don't stink. I'm likable. Yeah. No, yeah. the fact Get is... Get whatever I want. Oh, no, because you live totally. alone. You yeah. don't think your farts smell. And we all love the smell of our own it's farts. It's true. I love them. They're I know. Great. Mine are delightful, too, but I wouldn't do them in front of you because you would not find them delightful. And I can't believe I'm on a podcast at age 60 and talking about fucking farts. You open this door. You no. open this butt cheek. <laughs> this is all on you. It just had a come out because okay. now the anger. So did that fart. Sometimes you just have to vent. You just letting go? But no, chewy. <laughs> we had to let it go. Yeah, what was that? A broccoli fart? Oh, actually. He was I eating some, cauliflower. Yeah, I was eating some cauliflower. That's what it is, Rick was dude. in the studio just hummus and cauliflower. I'm trying to gain muscle mass, dude, but like a vegan way. Who said that? Rick. Well, Rick, he can do whatever <laughs> he, he wants now. and he don't fart in I'm the studio. I'm kidding, Rick, dude. But you, I feel that Bo... <laughs> Prove it. It's this the first time he's seen a vegetable in 27 years, <laughs> and he figures he has to now. Seen a potato? Yeah, that's true. Because he is one. I think oh it was more God. just my my bodily system was so shocked that a vegetable went in that it just had to let it go. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. So now stop it. Go back to the fully carb diet that you are used to. <laughs> Go back to goldfish day in, day out, because I'd rather see those little fishy crackers swimming out of your asshole than to smell that noxious fumes, okay? Let's get into our first segment. (laughs) Clearly, we're not doing well today. No. We're going to get into the mental health check-in, okay? We do this pretty much every week. We do not do scale of one to ten. Yes. We are not boring. (laughs) We don't do that. We compare it to something, something that's going on in our life, a movie, uh... A person, a TV character from the 80s. I would like to say, Nick, you're doing a very valiant effort 
at keeping this podcast on track. However, I do feel before we move on, I need no. an apology from Bo yes. for for sullying the studio. I feel that's wrong. I have to make it amends. I know you just have to say, look, that was thoughtless of me. Yes. That was thoughtless of me. So I wasn't thinking about you. Well, think about anybody but you. (laughs) See, that's insincere. He's so sincere usually, and I think this no. is wrong. He just doesn't care. He's hot, and he's got a girlfriend. He that's the problem. The, that's Bo finally gets someone to like him. Yeah, that's all and he wanted. And we're the bad guy. I haven't been FaceTimed by him in two weeks. That's which is, the thing. Which he's is done. great, but also it it's is like, good. Mm. We don't have to hear from him weeping yeah. and wailing yeah. all the time. <laughs> hey, about, man, what are you doing? It's like a mean dinner. What? At least you I saw used you to yesterday. get. At least you should get, hey, man, how you doing? I used to get, hi, my life is over. I want to kill myself. Oh, great. because if he called me and said that, I would be like, okay. Voicemail. Go ahead. Do All it. Right. So, Bo, do you feel you owe me an apology or not? If you don't, don't do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you, you know. don't. No, you're acting too cool for Can school. we get to our check-in? No. Shut up, Nick. Don't let, me, don't let me go after you. You are wrong. Yeah. And I feel that you should say you're sorry only if you mean it. If you don't, you have to think about I, why. Listen, I am sorry that I passed gas. <laughs> In the studio mm-hmm. prior to you being here. Right. Without thinking about your feelings. Right. And then I was not sincere about the way that I handled it. <laughs> Nothing is sincere about any of it. I think we have By to the way, on. when he farted, he went, This is for you, Lisa. And I know. See, that's what he does. He gets out <laughs> passive aggressive shit. Oh, yeah. 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 I love I love when he, his AA voice is my favorite. He's like, Well, you know, it's um, just a journey yeah. that you're working your way through yeah and he's like it's very slow and deliberate and all that this is the thing with Bo he's thinking to himself oh she gave me notes on my comedy last Saturday I'm gonna get her back (laughs) by farting in the studio because thank you for your help yeah even though she's trying to help (laughs) I don't agree with some of those notes like I'm not likable enough to do racial jokes yeah yeah Yeah. so all right whether you're sorry or not (sighs) let go and let God as they say (laughs) I am a professional. We shall move on. Nicholas! You go first. I'm not we have going a lot first. going on. I've said too much already. Okay. okay. Let's leave it up to... No. Nick is going first. <laughs> the pooper. Okay. he is the most sane today, and let's bring us into your mental health. All right. So my mental health check-in. For fine, we're here, guys. We made it. If you've made it through the beginning of this, <laughs> if you didn't turn it off, we're here. My mental health... Um, uh, a lot of things have been coming up lately. Nothing like nothing like a specific event or anything, but just like old, uh, I don't want to say voices because it makes me sound crazy, but just old things you think about. And like you always say, you got to just keep doing the work. But there's a couple of times where you're like, oh, I got this covered. And then things start poking up a little bit. So I feel like Celine Dion because <laughs> it's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. I love that reference. There were moments of Celine Dion fucked that old Frenchman and got Knights of Endless Pleasure. That guy was 80 years old and she was like 30. That was like when Mariah Carey was banging, what's his name, Tommy Mottola? Horrible. We know what was happening And by the way, when I started comedy, when I didn't have any money, I decided I was going to be a maid so I could have room and board free, right? Yeah. 
Well, the house where I was the maid was next to Tommy Matola's and Mariah Carey's. It was a huge Ooh. estate. I was on a 60-acre property working for this German couple, Mr. and Mrs. Roland. Well, Matola wow. and the uh, wife lives over there. <laughs> Guess what the gardener tells me? Because I'm the help at the time. They go, they don't pay their fucking bills. Wow. <laughs> so, Tommy Matola, if you're listening, you owe one. Or Julio, or another Frenchman, <laughs> some kind of money. All right, that's what I'm saying. And by the way, that's all conjecture and rumor, but I stand behind it. I believe. I believe it. I know. I can believe that. I yeah. believe I can fly. That's our. We can't talk about him. <laughs> oh, what yeah, are you guys a, trying to do? We have a talk in August. I start taking this real serious. And now you're trying to ruin everything. I don't know what's happening. I literally <laughs> sang that because it makes you think of Michael Jordan. I did think of that other oh space jam space had some jams man yeah yeah yeah. i mean that was the best soundtrack yeah as a child that was the best you can't listen to it anymore (laughs) (laughs) a singing podcast farts they're singing these people suck please we were on board two weeks ago this is gonna be good we promise we'll get there we will all right who's next stupid okay so (laughs) this week my mental health I feel like Garfield because I am domesticated. Oh, <laughs> I hate him so much. <laughs> Bye, girl. Podcast La- over. You La- would be a great substitute for Bo every week. Anyone else. Thank you. Go ahead, Bo. So last weekend with my new girlfriend. It's official, we went, by the way. Yes, we went to a dog festival. That is the and, most fun thing yeah. to do. Oh, I have a photo. <gasps> Were yep. there tons of doggies? There were tons of doggies, and we played with them, and it was very nice. Aww. And now this weekend, we're going to a corn maze. <laughs> and... If I see a picture with you with a pumpkin, that's going to be my judgment yeah. next week. Guaranteed. I'm going to beat the crap Guaranteed out of you, dude. Guaranteed there'll be a pumpkin. And, oh. yeah, and yeah. We're just on a new road. <laughs> it's getting interesting, and I am taking my job more seriously. What? And I'm doing things around the house. I mean, I don't know what's happening, it's but it's only going to last another few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. don't know. I think I met her twice, and I love her. Yeah. Now, I would normally say she's too good for you. She ha, is. ha, ha, <laughs> as a joke. Now I actually mean it. She is too good for you. No, she's amazing. Yeah. And what was funny was I assumed that you guys had had the girlfriend talk on oh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're at the comedy show. Oh, that was if, the best. you know, what you guys do is should be called a comedy. <laughs> and Bo is sitting there and having dinner with me and her. And he, I said something like, well, Bo's girlfriend. And she goes, we haven't had that talk yet. Yeah. She goes, Bo has a girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what she said. And I and was, I was just like, like, oh, oh, well, I said, oh, oh, oh. I said, I don't think he said it. Like, I think he just said, like, you had a few dates, but I. I never seen Lisa backpedal ever. Dude, I you didn't want to well, clear the deal for you because she's so out of your league that I was like, this, she's mesmerized by something. I think it's like she looked into a crystal ball, your stomach, and thought, oh my God, I can, I can domesticate this guy, which yeah. is clearly working. She's yeah. turning you into a semi-human being. And why then? So I was shocked you hadn't had the talk yet, despite how you talked about feeling. Yeah. How did it come up? Well, it was very interesting. So 
we got back from the show mm-hmm. and we were laying in bed Ugh. and just to think of that poor girl yeah. that it's, fucking it's job of the hut and princess leia it's so sad like it's this whole thing you think of that kind of like that sleep number bed his is on a hundred and hers is on zero because she'll fly up i need in the my air. mattress hard i can't feel anything oh, yeah i get on the bed and she fucking the temper period like when they jump and there's the wine glass move she's like okay so you're laying in the sack as it were and and then i go you know i'd like to call you my girlfriend and then she was like i think that's a good idea and that was it oh my god that's almost enough to make me forgive you for sullying the studio in the noxious manner you did that's really cute yeah it was nice so then okay so i know we did talk last week about how weird it is to say you know, he can't say, hey, love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what can you say now? Have you discovered a salutation you can say when you leave a date or when she leaves so the house? we haven't really come up with anything good. Um, yeah. She kind of likes you're the best from that bit I did over the uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So we've just been kind of saying that and kind of a, like so yeah. goofing around like yeah, you're yeah. the best. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so, so that's cute. Working. Well, hey. God bless. I pray you don't break up with her and she doesn't break up with you. I think it's inevitable, but I pray (laughs) that it doesn't happen because he has been way nicer lately. Completely different person. All it took was you to get a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. In the words of our mascot, my father, Bob Scopoletti, (laughs) once they taste the cookie, it's over. Wow. Said that multiple times. Pretty good. (laughs) In most cases, that was usually a cookie. Yeah. Once they get large. a little cookie, that's it. It's over for him. Oh, my God. Well, this is good, Bo. I'm glad you're domesticating. Are you going to apple pick? I think you should. Well, corn maze. That's but a I'm whole sure the app- Yeah, I'm sure it's all a thing. I don't know. They sell pies there. <laughs> Would you? Because always at a corn maze, there's a bake shop. Yeah. Is that a secret? Yes. <laughs> Just like, I'm thinking, are you like secretly being like, oh, my there. God, I can't wait to get a pie. Are you no, excited? I didn't even know they sold pie. Yes. Now, are you more excited? Yeah, I get a pie. Um, pumpkin. I like pumpkin. I'm also an apple guy. An apple guy. Okay. Yeah, I think this so is going to be good to talk about next week. We'll find out how the corn <laughs> maze went. Oh, my goodness. Should we talk about my mental health, which isn't You're very up, sound today? Let's, let's get it. Okay. Today, I had to choose from many things today. There was a lot going on. <laughs> 8 a.m. I'm awoken. By eight people who are going to cut down one tree, and now it ends up four on my property because I have to listen to my neighbors yenting it up about, oh, they're going to be in the storm. It's going to hit my house. You know what? If it does, that means God doesn't like you. Anyway, so it's just been busy, busy. But I have to say, I am like Rick Allen. Who? Well, what? I'll tell you who Rick Allen was. It's Tim he made, Allen's brother. No, he made huge headlines in the 90s when he had a big, massive car accident. And I will give you a hint uh, when I say the words, guys, I am busier than a one-armed drummer. He is <laughs> oh, the guy <laughs> yeah. was the drummer, is the drummer yeah. for Def Leppard. Yes. Okay. And now I know. BT Dubs. <laughs> 
Can you imagine that guy had his hand full? <laughs> I felt like him today. I'm like, yeah. there is nobody busier than me and Rick Allen right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, how is my life so busy when I do nothing? I work <laughs> one hour a week on this stupid show. Yeah. I do 87 Instagram lives <laughs> with 20 fucking viewers each. I do <laughs> a podcast to try to promote this stupid thing. I take notes yeah. on your comedy, but other than that, other than getting trees cut down, which is not a sexual thing, but sounds it, <laughs> this is not a busy life. So what yeah. happens? I break into a sweat. Oh my goodness, I get a call as I'm about to run out the door today. Your hot tub is coming next week. Yes, I get that that's a first world problem, but now I got to look up the model number. <laughs> There's too much for me to handle. I need an assistant. If anyone yeah. wants to work for free, Please contact <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli at gmail.com. Actually, here. that doesn't exist. Lampanelli Lisa at gmail.com. Isn't go. it hard to be? How do you guys juggle everything? Am I just mismanaging my time? Because you guys That's a work. great question. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You I mean, just find, I mean, I get overwhelmed easily. But I think part of it is. I need to like, I'm so, I mean, you guys know me. I'm so routine based and I have to yeah. check and yeah. schedules and. I just kind of like work really hard on like, I just go crazy for like seven, eight days. Right. And then I just have like a panic attack and then I don't do anything for like two <laughs> or three days. And then I work really hard again. See, in my day, we didn't have, you burn yourself we didn't out. have panic attacks like you pussies. <laughs> yeah, we called them fits. We, we called them powering <laughs> through and eventually having a nervous breakdown and ended up in Newtown Nuthouse. Yeah. That's what we did. We called in them Catholic Guilt. Yeah. So basically, uh, and also it's like juggling uh feelings also yeah. so you're not just juggling things it's like juggling emotions so yeah. you're not gonna like just power through you're gonna sit there for a minute and feel your feelings because that's what healthy i fucking hate that yeah so my day is ruined <laughs> and hopefully it will get better what is banging on the ceiling is somebody god rolling he's trying pennies? to come hang out with us <laughs> rolling pennies <laughs> what the hell that's <laughs> another <laughs> old reference like <laughs> you used to have you didn't have coin star yeah when yeah. i was a kid you have these little paper things yeah. these cardboard things these rolls that you would throw your pennies in and you hand them into the bank and get like two quarters instead of 50 pennies <laughs> and then i'd go down to mr mcgillicuddy's candy shop and buy some mop balls candy. yeah <laughs> Take a horse and buggy there. It was definitely <laughs> very Nellie Olson from oh, Little House on the Prairie. God. But that's what we used to say if somebody like in comedy, like if, if you if there was a table that was making a lot of noise, and that back then, thirty years ago, people would laugh and laugh. They'd say, "What are you rolling pennies over there?" Oh my God. <laughs> I dare you guys to during a show use yeah. that reference and see if it gets anything. It will though. We do have a show at a uh, senior home coming up. I think yeah, that may... yeah, it'll, it'll get laughs in a young crowd just because it's so ridiculous that's the yeah, thing i yeah. suggest you use it and you probably will bo because you usually take credit for everything i think of anyway that's true yeah so right. please feel takes your notes and goes <laughs> yeah takes your notes and goes i don't know and then three weeks later he's like so i was thinking yeah i know yeah. and then just was... presents it as his own how about this he probably video. was in the sack with the girlfriend and he goes like this you know i was thinking like i should ask you to be my girlfriend and she's like no lisa thought of that <laughs> She's like, matter of fact, I'd rather be here with her if I, <laughs> if I licked a clam. That's what she would say. <laughs> but she probably does not. No, she's not a fan of the clams. We'll find yeah. out. You know, which would have been nice. 
<laughs> you can barely handle one woman. Yeah. yeah, you don't have the cardio for the, that. It's just the fantasy. <laughs> I like fantasy. <laughs> We're yeah, not going to get into Bo's <laughs> like, fantasies. Like becoming a comic. Anyways. Yes. Listen, this has been heavy. I think we've expunged our <laughs> demons. I feel less busy. I feel like I catch my breath. Bo, I feel I've forgiven you oh. for your wrongdoing. I may have to do a personal phone call with you okay. later on the oh, way to the boy. diner. <laughs> on the and way Nick, to the diner where we're sitting together. <laughs> and Nick, you are 100% perfect. That is the lesson. <laughs> don't fart and get on Lisa's Don't good fart. Side. <laughs> Cut clips and that's it. That's it. Yes. So we bond. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back and talk about our topic Ugh. of the day, which is it's never enough. That's right. Right? Yes, it's a bow fart. That's too much. Then it's plenty. It's never enough. What Bo says at most local Chinese restaurants. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, Lisa Lampanelli here from Losers with a Dream. As you know, me, Bo, and Nick are losers. We have really big dreams. And one of the people who help us reach our dreams is the good folks at Royal Fox Studio. They specialize in producing podcasts, as you can hear, and they can get your show sounding amazing like ours. I mean, seriously, I sound fucking great. Make sure to check them out at Royal Fox Studio on Instagram and on all social media where you'll be able to see a list of all the great shows they produce, including the best one ever, Losers with a Mother Effing Dream. Hello and welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers and we have big old dreams. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to get into our topic of the day. Yes. It's never enough. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like this would be that like was a nice. That was some Nickelback. It's like a Rocky <laughs> montage song. Like, That's what I feel like should yeah. be happening. You can't win. And he gets it a labor. All right, never mind. Great movie. All right, so our topic today is it's never enough. And yes. Bo, as always, because his emotions are so up and down, and he's not as funny or good looking as me, he will explain. How we came to this topic. Sure. Uh, yeah. I'll Hit it, my I'll man. I'll do that for you, Nick. I appreciate so, um, the other week, you know, obviously we're starting to have some success with the podcast. Things are going well. And I, in a fit, I was in a bit of a fit. I called Lisa. What else is new? And I'm like, dude, I'm not getting booked enough this weekend. I'm just, you know, I don't have enough spots. I'm not. Like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like, I, I need to be doing more stand-up, and I'm complaining, I'm complaining. And she hears, and then she goes, you're such a brat. <laughs> I mean, we just broke into the top 200 in podcasts. We just broke into the charts. You got great shit going on. She was, at, the, at that point, I was losing a bit of weight. I don't know if that's stuck the past two weeks. But stuck. She, <laughs> I got she a bear like, claw lodged right in here. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, you, you got this great girl. You got the podcast is doing well. Why do you just need everything? Why do you need everything? And uh, so you're from Wilton, Connecticut. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's definitely some entitlement there, but yeah. um, it led us to this topic, which is that it's just never enough. And, you know, it's it's the idea of, like, that disease of more, where it's just like, I always need more everything. Um, and it's tough, man. Even when I get good stuff, I immediately, like, it's a 10-minute, like, feel-good session. And then it's like, all right, well, what do we got to... 
what's the next thing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I get a call from a booker, if, like, you know, I have a good show, it's like, okay, all right, well, what's the next one? What, what do I got to do? Because it just, like, it, it doesn't fill the hole. It just goes right through, and then I got to come up with an, another thing to try to fill the hole, yep. even though, you know, it's obviously not going to work. And that's when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you buy a bunch of munchkins. <laughs> then I get my own donut holes. And you holes. fill your own holes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, dude, I feel you. So it, was it mostly, give me, I know like we were talking about comedy in the podcast, but what else? Oh give me my like God. one. We'll go back and forth. You give me one. I got three examples. So you give me one. We'll go back and forth here. Well, I have a lot of examples because obviously I'm an addict. So everything I've kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of, <laughs> there's, there's not one thing that yeah, I have. Yeah, look at my list. I have like three points that I want to elaborate on. He has like 75 <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. goldfish, yeah. Um, alcohol. Uh. It definitely starts with food, though. I do feel like I am just this bottomless pit where it's like it, I can't get enough. I always want more. And like even when I do feel like that full and you get that, like I'm not I'm not full until I'm like in pain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's been the moment there. where I go, okay, it's been enough. Like when <laughs> when I'm having a problem. Do you know what I mean? I'm I like having you, one a time, minor medical emergency. <laughs> <laughs> Bo yeah. told me one time you had to sit up in bed just to wait for the food to digest. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. I've been there, bro. Yeah. No, it happens. And that's and like, when you pull the trigger. No, I'm just kidding. No, Don't but, do that. Yeah, but there is that feeling of like, man, like you know i'll get home from a show and i have a great show and i'm supposed to feel good off that but then of course now i'm getting pizza now i you know i'm getting a little little ice cream there you know i'm starting to (laughs) i'm starting to add things to the hole and it's like food is never enough so that's that's another example you know what i mean yeah i feel you dog for me i think i I did this in kind of uh in order i would say so the biggest thing for me uh, when Lisa mentioned when we, we started planning out this episode, like volume, like the amount of things we're trying to do yeah. and whatnot. One of the reasons, actually probably the main, I mean, there were multiple reasons I should have been in therapy years ago, mm-hmm. but the one that sent me in was uh, dating and girls. Yeah. I was literally chasing, like making it a numbers. You were adding notches to the old belt there? Well, I literally was like, what was what, what happened was I was dating a girl last summer. She was great. Everything was th- there was no reason why I shouldn't have liked her. Or yeah, been whatever. I remember that. But I kept thinking, what else can I get? Right. And like, what? What? You didn't want to take your chips off the table. I was like, what else? Yeah. And what else can I get? And it, and it became almost like a, a game. Yeah. And what I found, like in that, I was like, am I just a dick? Like, am I just being shallow? Whatever. Right. And there's part of that, I guess, but. What I found so far in therapy, at least, was that I was making all these things about the physical. Yeah. Because when you make it about the physical, you don't have to get any emotions involved. I don't have to know your feelings. I don't have to share the fact that my dad works at Duchess. You know what I mean? Like, no pain points are coming up. If I make it solely about the physical and the next thing and the next thing, I'm protecting myself. In that example, it really does feed your ego. So Absolutely. it's like, it's all about that. And it does feed your competitive nature, right? So it's, yeah. you know, it sounds nuts, but like, I mean, guys, it, it's listen, weird. Fuck boys are a real thing. Yeah. 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 Well, dude. And you're recovering. Ooh, I am. <laughs> I love it. I'm on step two. Yeah. And, um, no, but like, uh, a favorite, uh, comedian of ours always says, he's like, how many times have you hooked up with a girl just to tell your boys? Oh, it's all about the you boys. You hooked it like. Yeah, you know what I mean, dude. Yeah. This that girl that was most of my life, I think, was just like 
I think I wanted to get something so then I could get the accolades because also it's never like I can never get enough attention and positive negative I can never people always need to be talking about me and that's kind of one of the the things that made me go into comedy was because I just constantly needed connection needed people to you know constantly be showering me with affection even now I noticed it with this new girl I'm like man I really need like a lot of affection like way more than is that I should or have. words of affirmation your love language is that what you're trying to say here live on the air I don't know if it's that I think <laughs> I know I'm just... I, yeah I know I know I, I think it's really just like yeah I just need to constantly be told how great I am and I need to be constantly reminded of my value because I think I have a very low opinion of myself and I get it from other people you know absolutely yeah you think like oh what if I if I hook up with this girl yeah, it's gonna like it's gonna all this. of a sudden I'm gonna get filled up. I'm gonna feel yeah, like this I is have it, value. dude. I did it. Like I'm the man. Like yeah. one thing too, one real quick, just to round round out that topic about you know dating and stuff. A friend of mine I've always talked about in the show. My friend Anthony. He's known me since we were 14 years old. Yeah. And he, I was telling him about this. We were prepping for this episode, and I was like, Yeah, man. It's like always. I don't know why I'm always chasing this, and yeah. I've done a good job of realizing it and reeling it in. But he's like, he goes, Dude, as long as I've known you, every time you've had a girlfriend. Yeah. You've talked about how good looking or how hot she was. Yeah. There's nothing about how cool she is. Yeah. What she does for you or how she makes you feel. Right. It's solely about that. And yeah. his wife were just like, so maybe yeah. change it up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are right. So we're yeah. working on that. What else you got, man? Um, so another one that I have is it's never enough good feelings, which is interesting because like, I feel, you know, I think with everybody, you kind of go through lulls of good feelings and bad feelings throughout the day. And if I have a good morning where I'm like, oh, I feel really good. You know, I'm having a, a nice morning. I went to the gym or whatever. I'm active. Um, if I start, if it starts to get bad, if I start to feel like, ah, I'm going to feel like shit for a little bit or I start to feel sad because I get a random I'm like, no, like I should, I should feel good all day. I should feel good all month. I yeah. should never, it should never Life's end. linear. I should never have a dipping point. Everything yeah. should just be, <laughs> yeah, it should just be constant, <laughs> constant joy, constant. And of course, if we lived like that, we would be insane. You know what I mean? If that was We'd true. be Justin Bieber. Yeah. And, and that obviously stems um, or created the alcohol and drug problem that I had. You know what I mean? Like it was never enough. The night could never be over. I know we've talked about that before, but I was thinking, I was thinking about a story about how it's never enough. And there was one night where we were all drinking and it's like 3 a.m. And it should be over. Like, we should have had enough. You know what I mean? Like, we've, we're all so drunk. We're all so, you know what I mean? Like, it's tired and uh, it's over. You know what I mean? And I get in the car to drive. Because a, great crack, idea. Crack a road brew? Yeah. 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 And my buddy gets in and, he, and, he, and we're going to the casino to try and keep living Keep, keep <laughs> enjoying the night and I'm like this nearly killed me do you know yeah. what I mean this feeling of like uh, it's never enough nearly drove me off the road and I remember like being in this blackout driving and then him like putting coke in my nose so that I woke up and then I like woke up into the car and I was like oh shit I'm driving like look, you know looking at him like oh hey and it's like dude how much do we need what are we gonna do when we get there we're just gonna in, like induce more take more like yeah. what's the plan here yeah you know you were that guy like i remember in college when you would go out and then you would come back to your house and clearly the night's over oh yeah and there's a guy that just like cracks another beer totally and it's like we're going to sleep in 10 minutes yeah 
what's the point of this? Movie? Right. We, we did it. Yeah, we did it. Got drunk. <laughs> we danced. Some of us met girls. Some of us, we had a great time. We yes. made some memories. It's time. To, it's over. Exactly. It's to and do bed. you feel like as a comic, do you feel like it's never enough laughs? Like even if you get like a decent amount of laughs on a joke, you're always thinking like they should be, they should really, I should have gotten more out of that. They should be laughing more. Like, why didn't that one person laugh? Why didn't, yeah. why didn't that table or that side of the room give me more on that? Whenever I do. Like, yeah. Cause whenever I record, whenever I record sets, it takes me a few days to listen to it Yeah, because I'm like, well, I know it felt good in the room and those mm-hmm. laughs were kind of, I think they were loud. And then if I go back and listen and they're not as loud as I remember, I go, Oh no. <laughs> and yeah. I get like a little, you know, a little nervous or a little worried, but yeah, dude, with stand up, that actually segues into what I wanted to talk about perfectly was, um, with stand up, it's never enough. Like I'm doing, I'm, I got to give myself credit. I am doing a good job. I'm telling myself I'm new. Yeah. I'm three years in. This is how it should go. Even in my current, dude, even in my job set on Saturday, too. It, was a, it was a fun, fantastic. One. And it was new, which is nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Lisa gave me the sound no, sound. No. I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm going to fart now in the yeah. studio. <laughs> it was really good. Um, no, but with stand-up, I mean, we talked about this on a previous podcast, but real quick to recap, you know, I was so getting chasing getting past the clubs, yeah. the residency at Greenwich Village and Broadway. Yeah. You guys saw me in Dutch that day, and you would have thought if I didn't get that, my life's over. Yeah. Right. Then I got it. Right. And it passed. Yeah. Now you want the next one. And now it's like, that was cool. Like, how do I get back in? How do I enough? So yeah. And and I found myself chasing. And then after, you know, the debacle at Gotham, I was like, you know what? Let me, uh, focus on things that are more fulfilling and that are like this, right? The podcast. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not, (laughs) not giving up on trying to go into clubs in New York city. Yeah. But, we have stuff here in New- Norwalk every weekend. We could work out new stuff. We're writing new stuff all the yep. time, right? And I'm trying to focus on things that are more fulfilling as opposed to like, I got past. And then it's like, okay, now what? You're right. past at clubs. Yeah. We've, we're past at some clubs. Yeah. Doesn't guarantee you. No, it doesn't that guarantee you're gonna, you weekend work every week. Doesn't no. mean it. No. It's like a cool you on past. And then it's like, well, they haven't, they haven't called me like a month. <laughs> <laughs> or like I've only went there twice. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. So it's like, what the hell are you really chasing? Right, and uh, you know, I think the best way to com- combat this is just gratitude. You know what I mean? Like you have to kind of be grateful for what you do have in the moment. Is that your AA book? Oh, that's just <laughs> sorry. It's a notebook. Never mind. No, but really, no. Like, you're right. You're. I'm just. If with if you. you are happy with what you have now and you think about it, because we don't always think about what we have. You know, we're always thinking about what we're gonna get what we want but we rarely are we sitting there thinking like oh i got all this good shit in my life or oh you know what that that set really did go well and that did make me feel good it's the second you've used it up you throw it away yeah and and really if you keep looking back at it you can there's still more juice there's a little more juice there's in the a squeeze. little more juice yeah because you know it's it is a positive thing that's happened it is you are on the right track you are doing a lot of good things so we have to like give ourselves a little credit for it and then also be grateful that we're having the experience Absolutely. because if we don't, if we're never grateful, then we're just going to keep going and keep going. And then, you know, so what do we get anything? We're never going to like it. Yeah. We're never going to care about it. We're never going to feel any sort of, uh, you know, like sense of like pride or. Yeah. you de- Like, again, like I said, I've been, instead of, you know, chasing 
clubs and trying to get booked or whatever in New York City, like it's been so fulfilling to write new jokes. Yes. And then try them and then they work. Yeah. And you feel like, oh my God. And then like, instead of like, I just need to, it's almost like you're trying to limp. I, this is how I think of it. You're like trying to like limp over the finish line. Like, yeah. oh, I have all this material. Let me just get past. Right. And then it's like, yeah, but like take the time, develop. We kind of learned from your Gotham thing as well. Yeah. Like, and Lisa's made us go deeper. Yeah. You know what I mean? Write out 25 stories that, you know, you never really thought about and yeah. expand on those. So yeah, living in the moment, being grateful for what we have. I've, I've, I'll be honest, I've done a good job of it. I'm being gentle with myself because in the past I haven't. Yeah. And guess what? Never worked out. I never right. felt good. It did nothing. Yeah. It didn't work. And again, it always, for me, I always come back to like point A to point B. And for me, it's like training. Is it working? Is everything yeah. improving? Good. Right. Then let's keep going. If not, change it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all I tried to think about. Yeah. And it's like you can really only control what you do, right? I mean. That's it. You, you can control your effort and your and what the fuck you're doing. And right. that's it. Yeah. That's all you can do, man. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, t- it's a tough topic because I think it's so ingrained in us. And I think it's a like a big societal problem, too. Yeah. It's just like. We always need more the the house. I mean, I remember my parents, they bought our house and then, and then it was like, Oh, it's a starter house, you know? And then they, obviously they lived in that starter house for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But to them, they were like, they always felt like, Oh, we should have gotten, we should have, we never got to where we're supposed to get. You, we never but, got the, the house after the starter house. Do you think that comes from comparison though? Absolutely. It's looking like, at, it's just like your parents managed to raise four children and they ha- and they own a home yes there's people that lose their homes yeah and lose all their money <laughs> my dad yeah. so like <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. like yeah but this was a starter it's like to who yeah this is a home right and we're all we all, all we're happy we're well fed we live there you know some of them are still living there. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's it but really like we didn't need more we just thought we had to have it yeah you know yeah, the disease of more. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, how many people have like country clubs in places where there's like beautiful beaches? You know what I mean? Like you have to have you have to have your own special place to put your towel. <laughs> and like you have to have somebody waiting on you. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, that's like it's never enough. Like I always see that even when I buy like a concert ticket, there's always the VIP option. And I'm like, like, Ooh, yeah. Like, do I really like, do I really need that for 20 more dollars? <laughs> I could get five more rows up. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. what a world. Exactly. So it's, it's, yeah, it's the constant feeling of like, Oh, I should, I, I, I'm here right now, but I really should be here. It's like, no, you should be exactly where you are. Yeah. You know, just, that's the message for today. Guys, you're doing great. Yeah. Everyone's doing well, great. Well, some of you are probably not doing so great. Some of you, <laughs> if you're a fan of Bo McDowell, you're probably not doing great. Let's be honest. Right? Yeah. My fan's killing it. But everyone <laughs> posts. What no, happened? I noticed that your shows, it's all people in ties and yeah, yeah, yeah. suits. And, it's yeah. all aqua de joe and... <laughs> They have the Italian horn necklaces. Oh, God, yeah, the yeah. smell in there. It's a lot of cologne. Yeah. It's like cologne. when you go to Sebastian's show, you're like, there's a lot of people wearing all black and a lot of cologne, <laughs> a lot of chains, yeah, a lot of schlubby looking dudes with hot girls, dude. Oh, my God. God, what a life. Anyway, I give up. 
<laughs> did we get enough out of this? We did. We did. We juiced it real good. Mm. So we're going to take a quick uh, tooting break for Bo because he had chili earlier. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back with our life coach, our mentor, comedy coach, uh, ballroom dancing bitch, the queen of cool odds, the queen of meaning. <laughs> L.A. podcast guest, Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loser of the Dream podcast. We are losers, and we got some dreams. But it's never enough. <laughs> <laughs> never enough. Michael McDonald? Yeah, I don't know. It was a mixture between that and... Cher. Uh, what's the... Cher, and what's the, um, the song from... Uh, Rick Astley, Karate Never Kid. Gonna Give no, no, no. Up. It's a Karate Kid song. I am from the a movie. man who is That's a good one. I love it. That's a good one. That's pizza no, terra. The, uh, I think. Oh. oh. God damn it. It's like from Karate Kid. That chair. Do you believe? No, I'll think of it. I can't remember. Anyway, Lisa Lampanelli's here. <laughs> yeah, and we will find out because Karate Kid, look, our Shit. mentor, Johnny Lawrence, is yep. on the wall. He's on the wall. That is the best wall in the fucking world. <laughs> best and in the Johnny booze. Lawrence is looking at us going, you can be Cobra Kai. Unless your name's Bo with your hair sticking up weird. What would you, would you do? What is going Comb on? your hair with a cock? <laughs> Mine! <laughs> it's a thick like comb anyways. Watch this. Hey guys, thanks for having me today. <laughs> Absolutely. I really like being your expert today. This is a really great topic today. I enjoy... <laughs> what are we on the fucking view? <laughs> Enjoy Behar. You know why? We got a really special guest today. Oh, you know why I really love Rachel Raisin Studio. Yes, we're cooking up something. Oh, God. Okay, listen. Yes, Sarah, I'm here. So glad we picked this topic because it's something I thought of. Yeah, as always, because Bo calling me in the panic was just outrageous. Yeah. Saying, I can't get spots. My life is over. Like really <laughs> Betty Davis. He was very much a Betty Davis. Like, I don't know what to do. Is that Sunset like, Strip? Uh, that's, that's, no, that's somebody else. Oh, okay. I forget who that is. Um, but here's how I feel. I think this was a very brave topic because everyone goes through this. I went through it my whole life. It's still hard to fight. And the fact is, it was so funny to me in a way when you called and it was, it was like a Friday night and like, oh, we're getting spots. And I'm like, okay, dude, <laughs> you fully had a completely unknown podcast by some miracle get on the top 200 comedy charts. Yeah. It got up to number 116. This podcast has no business <laughs> being on any chart yet with this few episodes. Yeah. And again, it's because we got lucky. It's when you do appearances on big shows, yeah. then they listen to your show, which is yes. great. So it's classic. It's like when you promote your movie on The Tonight Show, Box office is going to be big but the next right. week it'll fall off a little yeah. so i'm thinking boy here he is this slob <laughs> this dopey <laughs> cocksucker i pulled him out of the gutter this gassy piece of shit <laughs> you know i'm literally going like 
he it's not even like um you're ungrateful about it like you're like super grateful and really thankful and you're like oh my god thanks for promoting it and i'm so happy about that but what's next right or what why don't i have this right i have this but i don't have this so i usually i used to really buck against gratitude i used to hate it i used to (laughs) say i suck at gratitude and recently i've been doing like Today I'm grateful for, and of course I like get up at nine and put it off till noon yeah, because yeah. I'm supposed to do it right in the morning. But I'm like, well, I haven't had coffee yet, so is it? Isn't it right in the morning? Yeah. yeah. So I freaking literally the silly things that you don't even have to think about fall onto that list. Like I'm like, oh my god, because it was cold this week. There's heat in my house. Right. Holy shit. There's dogs breathing and making cute sounds there's a breeze outside like shit that i used to laugh at people for putting on their gratitude list goes like oh you're so basic but literally you're going it's pumpkin latte season again. <laughs> but literally being like i literally have a washer and dryer do you know what pe- many people can't wash clothes do you know many people can't turn on a faucet? So this isn't me being a hippie and going, oh, I'm so happy for hey, my man. recycled ukulele shoes. <laughs> but I am. Right, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> but it is going, gratitude does combat a lot. It does. So yeah. what I think, though, is that there's a step that you guys aren't realizing that I didn't realize. So I'm going to share the benefit of my experience. You said at the beginning, Bo, that you had a good show. We're going to Believe. go with you on that. We're not going to argue back and say Nick was better. He was. We're not did gonna, 45 minutes. Yeah, 73 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, exactly. You did two. He did 73. Yeah. Um, usual. Cody yeah. did none. <laughs> Cody's not there. How dare you? Um, you? And you did have a good show. No, I was there. Yeah. And here's what the little thing you're missing. And I think it's your age. And also just like, you know, you're really insightful. So this little tip, you said that's supposed to be enough. And then I go for the pizza, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, no, no. The comedy show isn't supposed to be enough. You're supposed to be enough. So if you can't get some, you could be tomorrow, tonight in a car accident, paralyzed from the waist down. You cannot have do comedy anymore you can't speak you lose the ability to speak you have to figure out how to be enough without comedy without a girlfriend without food without booze without drugs without friends like you almost have to be so secure in yourself that it's all too much that anything else is gravy and I don't yeah. mean to trigger you to an eating frenzy because I said the word gravy. But if Should you, gravy? that's our problem. <laughs> we don't feel we're enough. So we add accomplishment. Yeah. We add food. The comedy show doesn't make you enough. Cause as you see, then the pizza didn't make you enough. And that the, the attention from the girlfriend didn't know. So we all do it. So yeah. there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just saying, huh, how am I supposed to get enough of a good feeling about myself without these other things yeah do you have any idea how that could happen no i mean normally i lean on like connection but i even Mm -hmm. think that's a it's not a vice but it's just another way of being like oh well i know i'm gonna get a good hit i'm gonna get a good feeling if Mm -hmm. i go help this person like even like the the you know charity is like still it's still feeding me so it's more about just like being okay with me um completely and like this was something that i you know when i when i was single 
all those years ago. <laughs> Tell us about it, Gramps. Um, Back in my day, yeah. you had to put an ad in the paper to get a date. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I remember like when I when I uh, got recently single uh, a couple of years ago. I remember being like, uh, "Okay, well, the goal here is to be okay being alone, mm-hmm. and and just being enough for myself." Right. And um, I don't know that I ever hit it, but I think I got to a point where I was content. Mm-hmm. To, you know what I mean? I was just like, oh, well, if uh, if I don't meet her or if I have to be alone for the next 10 years, 20 years, I'm going to be OK. Right. Um, and I think that's why I was I was like open to and, I, you know, because if, if I'm if I'm searching for someone to, you know, the codependent complete yeah, fill me, the hole, yeah. fill the hole, <clears throat> then sh- she'll never match up and I'll expect too much and I'll, you know, I'll almost be too needy and too like, oh, please, please. And then. Uh, I'm going to turn that person off. Well, that's why I'm glad you recognize this kind of red flag you have. You call yourself on it of like over needing affection. Yeah. Because that literally will save the relationship. If you recognize that, talk about it and don't act on it in a bad way. So if you are like, oh man, I'm noticing I'm really, you know, relying on you way too much to give me reassurance. I think that's not good for me. I need to find that within myself. Yeah. And that saves relationships because who the fuck wants to date a bottomless pit? No. I mean, that's horrible when somebody has to reassure you constantly. And it's almost like you guys and me picked the exact wrong career to work on this Yeah, because we can get a hit no matter how many times we go up, we can get a hit and a hit and a hit. Yeah. So we never are forced to work on this. The only thing that will force you to work on it is losing the right person losing the friend who you call too much yeah. uh you know having a heart attack from too much food like there's just yeah. there's ways consequences to, you don't want the consequences yeah. you want to end run it if you can by going i'm enough with her only giving me hugs when she wants to right you know because yeah. that i think would drive a girl or a guy insane yeah and it's it's trying on relationships um, it's also trying on relationships to need other things, you know, when mm-hmm. to be the guy that's constantly like, oh, like I didn't get enough. I didn't do enough spots. Right. Or like, oh, like I didn't I didn't make enough money this month. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you're fine, when you're fine. I saw this stat like a, a few weeks ago and I was like, that's bullshit. But it said that, you know, if if after 120 grand a year, mm-hmm. your lifestyle, it's true. it, it like, does doesn't not change. Yeah. I've had that where and I've read it and I'm like. You're, I mean, your lifestyle can change, sure. but your uh, esteem about your earnings doesn't. Right. So it, it's almost like it doesn't appreciably change. Really, you kind of have everything you need. Right. And I would argue that you guys right now and me and everyone within the earshot has everything you need and way more oh, than yeah. you need. Like literally, you could both have five roommates. You could be, you know, uh, you know, shopping with food stamps. I mean, you guys have way more than most people oh my god yeah. and then you just go oh my god i don't need to buy or accomplish one more thing in my life if i just grow my worthiness internally and yeah. that's the step you're skipping is it's got to be from an inside thing it's easy yeah. to have a slogan and say it's an inside job it's hard to actually feel good just sitting right and not accomplishing and seeing what it feels like because the more suppose you drove your girlfriend crazy to the point of like where i need a call every five hours or else you know you make make some dumb little plan 
all that does is prevent you from working on it. Yeah. If you'd have gotten spots that weekend of the podcast charting, I had to deal with myself. it was, it, if you had gotten them, you wouldn't have known this issue exists within you. Yeah. So the less you get is better for you. Right. And of course, like I thought it was so funny too. And you know, because like, Oh, I didn't get the spots that weekend, but then I ended up hanging out with some friends that weekend. And you know, we watched uh, a fight and we like, you know, we were spending good, like quality time yep. together that I don't normally get with those guys. And I'm like, man, make, maybe like, why do I always fight against what's meant to be? Mm. Like maybe this weekend yeah. was meant to be this, but I always needed it to be that, you yeah. know, and you're trying to impose your will. Yep. And the thing is that weekend, it probably ended up perfectly. Cause I remember it was uh, great by Sunday. You were like, Oh, it ended up really good. I yeah. connected and connection is the solution for all this. Yeah. But eventually guess what? It's going to be connection with just yourself. Right. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, you're living in a house by yourself. Your fucking wife is dead. Your kids <laughs> leave. You know, we all die alone. Yeah. I mean, right, frankly, I, it's not depressing if you just go, yeah, we kind of come in alone and go out alone. Yeah, and that's okay because the bill comes due eventually. Yeah, right. Like you're you're never going to be able to substitute forever. You know, right? Yeah, eventually you can't run. You know, yeah. Nick's not going to be able to lift huge weights at 80 years old. No, maybe I'm gonna you're try. not going to be able to <laughs> like get endless supplies of hugs from the girlfriend who left because you're too fucking needy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you'll. The thing is, it's all a shell game. It's all bullshit. It's like right. those uh, three-card Monty's on the street in New York. Yeah, you, you get fucking lose. can't win. Rigged game. You get it's all rigged. There is no such thing as enough except what you have right this second. Yeah. You know, so like I've told the story before about Radio City when the Booker of Live Nation came up to me and he said, "Next." Madison Square Garden, and that's when it was that little shift in me going, it's never going to be enough, and that's the sooner we all realize it's never going to be enough, yeah. we start working on the inside. Right. So you guys, it's never going to be enough. You yeah. can get a podcast tour, you can be playing theaters, then you'll be like, well, so-and-so plays a stadium, or right. so-and-so plays Radio City, so it's never going to be enough because it never makes you feel better. Yeah. You know? And of course, I always have the feeling of like, well, it will be because I'll, I'll get what I want. Yeah. And then you there's know? always something else. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. never ends. It's like when you go on Amazon and you have to buy the thing in five different colors. Yeah. And or else you feel left out. Or It's <laughs> like it's never enough because there's the one that's not available in your size. And suddenly you're, you know, you're freaking out about it. It's, a, it's such a minor thing. But that's what people do every day. It's like jewelry or furs or purses I, or bags. I had a shopping one today because mm -hmm. I had some friends over last night. We were watching a game. And my buddy left his sweatshirt. Right. And, and you loved it. And it was amazing. You fell in love. It was so great. I'm wearing it right now. But <laughs> he came on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who did? He, he also farted on it earlier. <laughs> but I was like, oh, well, why don't I have a nice, I should get nicer sweatshirt. I should get, it's, it's going to be fall. It's fall. And yeah. It's going to be colder weather. And I should go down to wherever and buy a bunch of things. And right. I'm like. Yeah, but you already have, like, if you look in your closet, you have all of these things. Guaranteed. Like, they all exist. Yeah. And you're just you're just going, like, that one's nicer than the ones that I have right now. And it's like, yeah, you probably paid $200 for it. And right. That's okay. You didn't. So, it's, but give it's it back to But it's a good catch on your part. Yeah. You know, and just noticing it in every area and going, oh, do I really want that thing? You know, the minimalists have, like, this 30-day, $30 rule, which yeah. is if it's over $30, wait 30 days and see if you still want it. 
I fucking had, I wanted to buy. And Tell you is, what, I still want that Bronco. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not getting it, and that's over 30 bucks. As your mother, as your substitute mother, I say no. No, but I wanted this thing for the wall that holds little miniature things in it yeah. because the one my parents had is going for to someone else in the family. So I was like, I want one because mine, the one I have isn't good enough. Like, it yeah. looks old. It's a fucking antique. <laughs> Antiques are supposed to look old, you dumb see. So I go on eBay, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm going... Uh, none of these is any better than what I have. Right. So I put one in the save for later thing. Totally forgot about it till we just started talking about it. Yeah. It's been a week and I'm like, I'm not getting that thing. Yeah. But so it's good to just give yourself the space to go, oh, that wouldn't have filled the hole because then I'd see something else in the house that needed to be done. Yeah. And it's just where that energy goes. Right. So it's kind of like the whack-a-mole where you're like, okay, the energy's going there. Yeah. I shouldn't act impulsively. I should, you know, let it like whack it and go, no. Yep. <laughs> and then Down and then boy. sit and wait. And then the next thing's going to come up and you go, okay, probably not. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just the constant feeling of like, oh, I, I'm always putting this energy out of like needing these things. But well, the fact is you don't need to ever do comedy again. Right. That is not in just fact, a lot of people with the audience said, yeah. <laughs> clamoring for that. No, you never <laughs> need to go up again. Yeah. You can get that esteem, that other esteem from inside. Yeah. And to not need it feels really liberating and good. Like, yeah. I still struggle with it. I love going on fucking Instagram lives and podcasts and this and that because I need to be heard. There can never be enough conversations <laughs> that I can talk. So it's like, okay, I have to work on that too. Yeah. So I get it. But it's like, we really know the truth because yeah. here's a saying and this is what we're going to deconstruct real quick okay i love this saying because i saw it in relation to food and it just applies to everything mm -hmm. she it was glennon doyle and she said you can never get enough of what you don't really want so you don't really want the sweatshirt no that's why it would never be enough and you have to get five yeah or other clothes or whatever so here's the question. Let's take a bigger issue. Let's do you first because you're on the chopping block today because you have fucking noxious fumes. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like an oxen. Okay. Take one example. The, the, the comedy show. The comedy show. Um, I'm not getting spots. I'm upset. What do you think you're getting by performing? Like, what does it feel like? What feeling are you getting? Uh, I feel accepted, I feel uh, funny, and I feel successful, okay. I think is the biggest one. is like when I get off and, you know, the crowd is like screaming, we want more, or whatever do, they're do they saying. Really yeah. do that? <laughs> I think that's you in your head thinking about the pizza you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's, it, it is truly a successful, like you just feel like, oh man, I'm good. It's, it, it's like this feeling of like feeling like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. So goodness at something success confidence you're worthy yeah I'm worthy. you're worthy you are worthy of living you want to feel accepted and you want to feel like you're worthy of being on this earth and loved i think there's i think when people are laughing or a big group of people laughing i feel love right but that's literally not it's never going to be enough because that's really not what you're getting yeah nobody's fans love them that much yeah. there's always going to be the next comic there's always going to be the next movie there's always going to be the next tv show like i mean i have hundreds of people who are like oh my god you're the best you're the best comic i ever saw and then you'll see the same person say it to somebody else and yeah. you're like you shifty you bastard yeah, <laughs> like, I was your number one. yeah like i'll 
like listen to podcasts that I was on at yeah, um, yeah. in LA, like Trash Tuesdays and The Minimalist, and I'll, they'll have another guest, and I'm like, they're cheating on me with other guests. How dare they? Why aren't I the permanent guest? Yeah. So if we're looking to that, to it's never going to last. Yeah. So if what you want from it is a feeling, again, like we said about we don't want the million dollars, we want the feeling of having a million dollars. Yeah. How else, in what healthy ways, can you feel worthy and accepted? So you you have to recognize what it's a what it's a sign of the real feeling you want, and go, oh, okay, I can get that in other healthy ways. If I'm not going on stage, I can get it through connection to family, helping people, connection to friends, um, you know, nature, um, whatever it is. However, you happen to get it in yeah. a healthy, non-addictive way. And really, I think just spending quality time with people that I really do care about. Like, right. I get so much out of this show mm-hmm. and the meal after this show, and it's just because I care about you guys a lot. And I think we all compliment and care about each other equally. Right. Like we we all see it. So there's an exchange. Right. I'm not just giving and I'm not just getting. And I think by the end of the night, I'm always like, yeah. man, that, that felt really good. You know? I mean, so now do you feel you can give me a more sincere, non-bullshitty <laughs> apology? Because I feel now we feel close to We've gotten there. We've gotten okay, there. Okay, so what do you, do you feel I'm bad? I'm sorry for farting in the studio. <laughs> it was really not an appropriate thing to do. I really feel the sincerity. Yes. And I feel like you're banned from the podcast for two weeks. <laughs> can you imagine if we said that to Bowie? We'd be like fucking And also, him. you're not allowed to have mozzarella sticks tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> no cauliflower ever again. No. But no, so it's, again... When we're say um, say you're lifting weights, mm-hmm. say you're thinking about food. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how much you eat, no, it's okay. That's, uh, well, I mean, me too. Uh, I'm with yeah, the food yeah, all the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, never with the fucking weights. I mean, I don't get that. That's just mentally ill. Yeah. I totally. like, like you get it. You get it. <laughs> yeah, no, like we we don't want the food. That's not the thing. And so of course it'll never be enough because it's not what we really want. Yeah. It's like when they say like don't bother eating all that healthy shit if what you really want is a fucking hot dog with mustard from Duchess because you're going to get to the hot dog eventually. Yeah. Like that day we went to Duchess. Oh my God, Nick, remember? Bo comes in and he's like, um, I looked and there was a big empty salad bowl and I go, look at this show off being all skinny and yeah. eating a salad. Yeah. He must be in love. And then after I ate half a hot dog, he goes, I want a hot dog. You're eventually <laughs> going to get to the hot dog. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Like, And I think in another way, you're eventually going to to your girlfriend's uh, credit, she will eventually lift up your stomach and find the hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't go without saying what that thing is buried. Oh, so so people, good. when you're thinking about why you have an addiction or a compulsion, you don't want the eight, you know, 800 times a day hug from your girlfriend. No. What you want is a feeling that you have to start giving yourself because you're the only one who could give it to yourself. Yeah, self-love. I remember uh, when I was like trying to be single, I would... I would ask. I used to ask. You're trying to be single. Well, I was trying to like oh, to not doing. kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just trying yeah. to like enjoy it. You know? Yeah. And I remember just being trying, like, I, I remember asking yourself. a friend like, "How do I give myself love? Mm-hmm. Because there's no one coming over to do it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And good old Angela, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Always at the ready. <laughs> um. And he 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 gave me actually a really good suggestion. He was like, he was like, why don't you make yourself a meal? Right. And he was like, dude, like, look something up, you know, like, 
take the time to like really make it and and like prepare it and don't just throw something in the microwave like right like really think about it and be like um mindful of the meal and then set it up and so what bowl of cereal did you pick (laughs) (laughs) frosted mini wheels no but i and then i was like okay and it sounded so stupid i know it always sounds lame and all that shit always works yeah and then i made myself a steak and i had like i had sides which i never do i always go oh i know you're such a fucking animal i'll just eat the thing and i like made myself a nice meal and i remember being like Wow, this is actually a really nice night, you know. And then I 100%. like turned on whatever show I was watching. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And and I did give myself some love, right? You know, and it, it it was so stupid, but it does work. Well, it, what it is is just showing that you have worth on your own, right? You're worthy without comedy, without accomplishment, without you know uh, a relationship, without calling Nick fifty times saying "Hey, what's up?" You know, yeah. it's just like you don't have to um, stress yourself or your relationships with because it, 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 it ends up being just need based yeah. and that's not fair to anyone right so uh nick i think you're perfect <laughs> and that's the, the moral of the story <laughs> i'm trying to tell you guys the last 20 some episodes it's true you i think we've it. discovered that nick is enough do you usually feel like enough yeah i spent well this is you gotta understand this i spent the first probably 30 years of my life thinking I wasn't enough and that I wasn't, everyone else has it figured out mm-hmm. and I don't. You didn't get the blah, manual blah, blah. for life. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else knows what they're doing. And then you, and then you literally realize you real. I realized probably like 28. It was like, it was like wizard of Oz. When you see behind the curtain, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. They don't. Right. I'm not an idiot. I am, but I'm also not like, right. it's like, right. Oh, okay. So and then from right. there I was like, I'm good. Was, Anything from there is just gravy. Like yeah. everything, like when I think about making, you know, no secret to talk about money and my dad going bankrupt on here, but I like keep thinking, I'm like, probably I'm maybe one of the wealthiest people ever in the history of my family. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. a lot of money, but like, I'm like doing really well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, I need more. I need to hit this number. I need to hit that. And it's like, but I'm okay. Yeah. And I never thought I'd be here. Right. Ever. Right. Same thing with like you said with lifting weights. I couldn't do anything for two, three years. I was a miserable person. Last, like a year or two ago, if you were to said, hey, would you want to be able to do this, this, and this? I'd say, yeah, I'd sign if it were a piece of paper. And be like, you, you can do this in two years. I would sign a piece of paper. Now I'm like, what's next? Mm-hmm. I already got that. Mm-hmm. I need more, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's a little different. But yeah, no, I just... Like if you could never lift weights again, Ugh. you'd have to find a way to deal with yourself. Just like <laughs> he doesn't have alcohol and uh, drugs anymore. And I can't overeat to the extent that I used to love. Oh, I used to put it away. Oh, I <laughs> yeah. love those days. Oh, my God. I loved going out all the time. And it's like you can never, you can never get enough. Again, because we don't, you don't really want to lift the weights. It's not about the weights. It's about the feeling the look, you, the nope, feeling. it's a feeling you yeah. get from oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what it is. Like I, you know, in the beginning when we all started going to like diners and things mm-hmm. like that and I would get a Cobb salad and whatever oh, and they'd be like, look at this idiot. Yeah. And it, trust me, like I tell people like, you know, I guys know I don't drink really and it has nothing to do with like fitness or anything. I just don't feel like if I could eat crap and mm-hmm. drink right. and not lift and look decent mm-hmm. and feel good, I would do it. 
but I can't. It's well, just I hate not going to tell happen. You, someday those beautiful looks will be gone. They're already and you're gone. Just have like to my hair. Deal with it, goddammit. Yeah, you have dealt with the loss of your hair very well. I still lost my hair. The loss of, like you said, when my things I couldn't lift, I had to figure out. That's when I started working on myself. Granted, there my you grandmother did die at the time, and then it really mm-hmm. forced my hand, but I didn't have weights or my body to fall back on. Right. I had to develop, not that I didn't have a personality, but I had to develop more of a personality. Who am I really? Was I just the guy who just, you know, looked a certain way and that was it and I got attention that way? Or like you actually a real person and interested in other people and can you hold conversations and things like that? See that? He nicks a conversationalist bow. So it's literally my job, Nick. hour at a time, every day. Yeah, yeah. training person. people is literally just talking to them That's and talking it. them off a ledge. That's the it. hair thing is impressive, though. I mean, I like. I'm losing a little bit on the top. Yeah, You're you got good, a dude. Every no, he's see, got but a this is spot. this isn't a big deal because, yeah. like, oh, first of all, you're very tall. Yeah, no one's getting up <laughs> there. Who cares? Like, this is the yeah. Like, mine was like, but you, but you know what? Every single time I get my hair cut, I tell the I tell the bar, hey, uh, how's it looking back there? Am I losing any hair? And he goes, yeah, you're losing some hair in the top. And I go, okay. And it's you know, gonna, and I know the answer, and I still ask it because I think to. that maybe one day he's gonna be like, oh, it's. No, you're good. But I had this. I had this conversation with a client this morning, and he was like, "He has great hair," and I was like complimenting him, and I was like, "You want to donate?" Like making yeah. a joke, <laughs> and he's like, "The second I start losing it, I'm getting plugs," and I was like, "Ugh, oh, it's uh, so painful." I was like, "Never." Yeah. I'll yeah. never and he's like well you don't want to do it I go no well yeah. listen but that's acceptance <laughs> no and acceptance are a whole nother episode I think Ooh, we need done. to maybe someday do a, a acceptance part two and just be hair based yeah because clearly none of us can accept our hair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not accepting mine fuck that what do you mean not being some gray hair bitch <laughs> My dad doesn't my, accept it either. He's like, it's all shit died. all comes from above the forehead. Yeah. So there we go. So people, if you learn anything today. Dye your pubes. You're not that. You oh, can never sorry. have enough of what you don't really want. Think it. Get it tattooed on your left nut and fucking live that way. Get what you really want. The feeling that you're chasing. Because that's the only thing we can chase other than Nick and Bo chasing love. Yeah. For each, each other, other. And, chasing ice, <laughs> and chasing ice cream trucks once in a while. Oh, yeah. Take us out, Nick. Guys, I, I love, love us. us. Listen to us next week. We'll be back with more Losers with the Dream if you're fucking lucky. Leave a review, five star review. review, iTunes. Go to Spotify, YouTube. Subscribe to all of it. Follow me at Nick Scope. She's Lisa Lampanelli. This is Bo McDowell Comedy. Love you. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with the Dream. We'll see you next week. When you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.